Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob, and we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And a big day, obviously, a lot to get into, and we are doing just that, folks. So keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can also follow Rob and me on social media. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on Instagram. I am at Chris Broussard 68 on the gram. Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. All right. Uh, we enter the second hour of the show on a trash talking Tuesday, which you'll be able to call in third hour and trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. We got Randy Mueller joining us at the bottom of the hour. I can't right, actually Rob. wait to talk to him about this as well, Chris. Right. Being in right. the front office and how they do their business. And of course, we're going to talk about Brian Flores and his lawsuit. Lay it Absolutely. out, and then we'll talk about because he's going to be Chris. I, he's going to be on the CBS uh, CBS uh, this morning tomorrow's show. No, you know, gonna, we look. This is huge. Yeah, this is. I, I, we'll see how it plays out. But Rob, this could be Kurt Flood, who started free agency, right? In professional started sports, in baseball and then went to all sports. Career. Right. Yep. Yep. This could be Colin Kaepernick, who sacrificed his career. For a cause, obviously, outside of sports. But but he was spot on, Chris, right? He was spot on, Colin Kaepernick, about what was oh, yeah. happening and going on. Spot and, on. And, and here's what's going on, folks, for those not in the know of what, what is right. out there now. Big news broke a few hours ago. Brian Flores, who you'll remember, did a very good job in Miami. In fact, according to his lawsuit, too good of a job. And he was fired this year. And the reasoning that was put out there, Rob, the stuff that was leaked to reporters was that Flores was difficult to work with. Yep. Flor, you know, so they they definitely uh put put a bad, you know, word out there on him. That that and we th- we said it ourselves that it would be hard for him to get a job this go round this year even though he's did a great job in Miami. Uh, because they put it out there that he's hard to work with. And so Flores, who is at least in name, in the running for some of these other jobs that are out there, Rob, there's still one, two, three, four jobs left, five jobs, I'm sorry, that are left. Well, one guy who won't get a job is is Brian Flores. We already know that. Right, and his name is, but before the lawsuit, his name had been mentioned, you know, in connections with some of these jobs. But here's some of the allegations in his lawsuit where he alleges racial discrimination against the NFL. And some of it's not just race. It's just foul stuff going on. And, and, and he also mentioned the Dolphins and Giants in the lawsuit, you know, right. separately. Right. Yes. Giants, Dolphins, and the and there league was one as a more te- And one more team. Was Rob it one G, more? Who was the other team? Gi- Giants, Dolphins, and Broncos. And Broncos, Because he, okay. he mentioned an interview he had with the Broncos. So here, here's some of the allegations. His, uh, the owner in Miami, Stephen Ross, when, when uh, he, Flores coached the Dolphins, 
Now, remember, Rob, remember Tank for Tua. The whole mantra of 2019 yep. was Tank for Tua. The team was supposed to be horrible, and they started out that way. And then Flores gets them to get on a little win streak, and they, they play well at the end of the season and win five games and end up 5-11. and 11. And he alleges, Ross, I'm, I'm sorry, Flores, that the owner, Stephen Ross, offered to pay him $100,000 for each loss. That goes, and, that goes against everything yes, you do, Chris, as a coach. A- and said everything. to him, you're, you're, you're messing up our plan because you're winning too much. That's a paraphrase. And so they wanted to tank, which is against the integrity of what? The shield. We always hear, Rob, it's about the shield. So there's that. Then he alleges that Stephen Ross, the owner, in 2019, before free agency began, right. after the season, before free agency began in July, in the summer, that Stephen Ross set up a meeting for them, the brain trust in Miami, including Flores, to meet with Tom Brady, who, remember, was leaving the Patriots. Right. And Flores says Ross almost tricked him. Like, they went out on the boat, and Ross told him, hey, it's going to be a surprise guest, and it was going to be Brady. And so Flores left before he could meet with him because he knew it was tampering. So that's another, you know, thing that he's alleging. Then, Robin, this is kind of humorous with Belichick. But it's happened to, you know, it happened to the this best This happens, us, right? Chris, so often yeah, where people you text, <laughs> you know, even in, I'll give you one real quick. In the, in the old days before texting, the Lions owner, William Clay Ford, the Lions were making a quarterback change. He called the wrong quarterback. I think it was like Rodney Pete and Andre Ware to congratulate right. him. And he called the wrong <laughs> <laughs> who was actually losing his job. You know what Coleman I mean? is even a little, yeah. that's a little harder. And he to left the voicemail like, oh, right. congratulations oh on you being a new quarterback. And you're what? being benched, right? Right, right? But anyway, so before Brian Flores was set to interview, he had the interview scheduled with the New York Giants. He gets a text from Belichick saying, I talked with Buffalo and New York, the Giants, and you're the guy. And Flores texts him back like, remember, Flores worked for Belichick. He texts him back like for clarification, like what? And then uh, Belichick hits him back, oh, I effed this up. My bad. I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Right. Um, this was meant, it wasn't meant for you. He said, I think they're hiring Brian Dayball. So what he, Belichick meant to text Dayball. Because he thought he so got the job. why would he say, right, because he, he, apparently Belichick had been told, you know, because he said, I talked to people in Buffalo. Now, you wouldn't talk to people in Buffalo about Flores. No. And in New York with the Giants, and you're the guy. It was a done and deal, he was Chris, trying, right. Yes, and that's what Flores is alleging. Before I even went into the interview, because you needed to comply with the Rooney rule, you already made your decision not to hire me. And, Rob, this is actually playing out right before our eyes. There is the text from Todd Furman, puts out there, and this is Albert Breer. He's actually retweeting. Albert Breer, we know, uh, Monday morning quarterback and all that. He says the Vikings finished up. This was texted at 415 today. 
The Vikings finished up a nine-hour interview with Giants defensive coordinator Patrick Graham, who's black. Who is black, With Graham meeting with people throughout the organization. So he, he talks about that. And then a text comes out later, a story, sources. Jim Harbaugh plans to sign with the Minnesota Vikings. And it says, so, it's, it, Chris, it's a done deal. It's just a formality, yes. like signing the paperwork. So the in, the nine-hour interview with Patrick Graham was BS. It was just to go through the motions and, and again, meet the standards of the Rooney Rule in which you have to uh, interview an African-American. But they always knew it was Jim Harbaugh. And, look, I'll say this. In Minnesota, they do have an African-American GM. They just hired him, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa. And then in Miami as well, where Flores was fired from, they also have an African-American GM. But, but, There's three in the league, three black GMs. And right now, Rob, now there are five openings left. But of the 27 jobs that are filled with head coaches, one African-American. And here's the thing about that one African-American, Mike Tomlin. He's never had a losing season. Well, So well, that's, how, that's the bar for black coaches. Right. You can't. You got to do something historic, right? Can't have a losing season. You can, you can be. Got to win be, a Super Bowl, which you Tomlin can be Josh done, McDaniels right? and Chief, <laughs> and you get right. a new job and a new situation. It's so bad. And, Let me and tell you, cheat and be unsuccessful at you and, and unsuccessful. What you did. Right, exactly, both, and move up to draft Tim Tebow. Can I throw that in as a third piece, Chris? Thank but anyway, this is the NFL. This has been going on forever. It's not going to change. Any league that has to put in a rule that you even have to interview. You know why they made that people have to interview black people, black coaches? Because they, 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 they didn't, Chris. Right? They weren't on no interviews. It was embarrassing. The Rooney it, it would rule be was one thing if there were no black people it, in the league. Right. You're, you're taking coaches. Guys, play. we're good enough to play in the league, but we can't coach? Says who? Says who? Well, for those, for the youngins out there, you're right. They're they're essentially saying we can't coach. Right. We can't run franchises. Just like they said we couldn't play safety. Because that was, right, that was a cerebral position. Just like we couldn't play quarterback. Now look at the quarterback position. So there's always, in fact, Rob, believe it or not, I mean, I'm going back. 120 years back in the the end of the 20th the the 19th century the early 20th century so late 1800s early 1900s there was the myth out there that blacks couldn't play sports because we couldn't handle the pressure we couldn't think well enough on the go and that we'd crumble now think about how foolish that sounds today when you look at the NBA when you look at Major League Baseball, historically. You look at the NFL. We can't play sports. So, unfortunately, in this country, at every turn, we have been discriminated against. And here's the difference. On the football field, on the basketball court, in the boxing ring, on the track, it is objective. 
It is objective. Yes. Even And even then, they still kept us from playing quarterback, still kept us from playing certain Chris, I remember when like there that. wasn't a black center in football, like the right. guy who well, hikes the ball. Neutral. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a, right. a, a the guy who hikes position, the ball. So you can't do that as a black right. <laughs> But on the court, this is why you can't compare sports to affirmative action. Because on the field, it's objective. And if I want to win, which is obviously the goal of every team and GM, if I want to keep my job, then I can't worry about the color. If he's white, but he's better, I got I to gotta have him. If he's black, but he's better, I got to have him because I got to win. And that's why African-Americans have been able to have largely an equal playing field on the field. Right. But in the, in the front office, on the bench, it's subjective as, as heck. What are, the, what are the freaking qualifications? And that's what this lawsuit is ultimately about. What are the qualifications? If we, if you, if you don't have qualifications, then how in the world are we supposed to get the job? Well, exactly. We we've it, been be, offensive coordinators. We've been defensive coordinators. Now we've you're been not picking those guys, coaches. Chris. Now, right. now, now, now you're Josh not picking McCown, those guys. Who coached quarterbacks in high school may get a job. Joe Judge, 30-something years old, a special teams coach, got a job. And Josh McDaniels, who you just said. Failed in Denver, cheated in Denver, gets a job. I mean, what are we talking about? And 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 some of these guys now, Ken Dorsey, Brian Dayball, coordinators on successful teams, Rob. Well, where's Leftwich? Where's right. Todd Bowles? This is racist, period. That's all it is. And this is why in certain aspects of America. You, you had to have quotas. You had to have affirmative action because in other in, in a lot of times whites would not hire African Americans or other people of color unless they absolutely are forced to. And that's what this lawsuit may do, Rob. Force them to do something different. It is unbelievable where we are. And I, I'm gonna say this. Uh Brian Flores is I respect him ultimately and, and highly, Chris, to step out there. We're, to make change in the world, Chris, come sacrifice. I just, you know, we can see there all we want. People have to sacrifice to make changes. The powers that be don't just uh, all of a sudden go, oh, yeah, you know what? We right. have been negligent. Absolutely. Here you go. What were, what were we thinking? No. Absolutely. They don't until they're forced to. Until you you let them know that we're not going to accept it anymore, and it's Brian Flores said, "You know Rob, what? The hell to be with one it." One guy, yes, you know, but it, it, that's all. But but yeah, but it usually could start with one. A group. Yeah, right. but it should be a group, Chris. We talk about it. You sure, can make definitely. things happen when you have power in, in numbers. Yep. And Absolutely. and if you had a strong players association that says this league's seventy percent black, no, you're going to have jobs for us when we finish playing. Why shouldn't we? We know the game. We can play the game. We can be GMs. We can be front office people, Chris, scouts. We can do all those jobs. We know the game just as well as anybody else. Absolutely. So so here we are. We want to hear from you, too, on this. Because this is this is going to be big, Chris, as we go forward. Go oh, yeah. This is, going, this is a huge story. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your uh, feelings on Brian Flores' lawsuit, racism in the NFL, 
and he alleges, uh, what do you think? Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I couple Chris and Rob on a Trash Talking Tuesday. Next hour, you can trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination, offering free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination, 877-996-6369. Your thoughts on the Brian Flores lawsuit. All right, let's kick it off with Phil in Fontana, California. I got family in Fontana. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Phil? Hey, I just want to make two quick points. Think about uh, popular teams in the NFL, America's team, the Cowboys. Well, they've never had a black coach in their history. And you could go down the line with that. The Giants, New England, et cetera, et cetera. They have right. they have these popular teams with these built up fan bases. You know they need to be called to the carpet for that. And second, the Broncos is up for sale. Uh, let's see if they vote or allow uh, a black owner. Well, yeah, there's there's a whole yeah. big thing going on with that. With the, the the owner had died. Chris, can you believe didn't leave a a family member in charge of this this big, you know, uh You know, sometimes, can you, sometimes, can you, no. Rob, they, these wealthy, well, it could happen to any family, but sometimes your kids aren't, <laughs> you, you know, it'd be a mess if you left them in charge. I know, but to not leave it to anybody, if I read the story right, it was left to know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. There's a, a yeah. whole situation. All right, Keith, in New Orleans, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Keith? Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is a this is a, a sad but uh, momentous occasion today, man. That this qualified coach uh, that no one disputes has to go to these lengths in order to get a fair shake in the NFL. And not only that, I, I think about Tony Dungy, you know, getting fired in Tampa. You know, after taking his team to the NFC Championship game and yep. losing by three points to the uh, the greatest show on turf, Think about I will say this though. I, I will say this. Tony Dungy, man, they tried for like three years. They were good, couldn't win. They didn't win the big one. Couldn't win. Yeah, but 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 he didn't. But you know, he was a you, very you, good you, coach. He was a very and that team yeah. was nothing when he got there. Right, you know that uh, would Lovie not Smith likely not have happened to a white guy when you you turn around. Like but I, but I'm just saying I remember the whole scenario down there and oh, yeah. they just couldn't. No, win. That was the question. Yeah, could they get over the hump? Yeah, but, but go ahead, Keith. Six, look. Keith. Go ahead. Did we lose? All right, him? He's gone. All right we lost Keith. Tom 
in Boise. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tom? Hey, guys. Great show. I try to listen to all my time on the way to the short drive I have home from work. And Rob, thank you. Thank I, rem- you, I, I used to live. I used to live in uh, Southeast Michigan, and I remember reading you in the Free Press and listening to the, orig- the original Odd Couple with you and Stoney. What? Are you serious? Yeah, see, every uh, Odd Couple <laughs> trash talking Tuesday. Yeah. Stop it! Stop. Uh, uh, TV uh, Magic City Monday <laughs> TV thing. So it's all. It's all. No, it's not, yeah. Tom. Yeah, it Tom, no, tell Chris it was a different press. show. It was a different show. <laughs> it was a different show, but it was a fun show. So you know. So, but anyways, I, I called. Normally I don't call, but you know I, I I didn't understand my Flores got fired in the first place because he he had his team on a cusp for the playoffs. Absolutely. I want to say something. You look at all these guys who've gotten interviewed, and, and and you know it, it's it's just it's odd to me that a guy like Eric Bieniemy and you mentioned Leftwich and you yep. mentioned Bowles, right? And Rob, even Jim Caldwell. Jim who, Caldwell yep. got he run out of Detroit from, into from, a from Super Matt Bowl, Patricia. Yeah, nine. but that was exactly. because those people were stupid. That was because of the, 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 and they got what they deserved with that with that general manager and that fat coach Patricia. But they got what they deserved. <laughs> but they kept they held on to him too long. But what I'm saying is, you can't tell me as an owner that you're that stupid that you don't even interview guys like that and see what they can offer. And, and I'll, I'll close with this point. Right. A couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, maybe it was the last week of the regular season, I'm watching the Fox pregame show, and this discussion came up. And they said, Jimmy Johnson made the point, he goes, well, now that African Americans, and, and I'm, I'm not of color, so I can't walk a mile in anybody's right. shoes. Maybe, maybe now that we're getting you know, folks, people of color, African-American folks, in the leadership positions, we'll get some more black coaches hired. And Kurt Menefee says to him, why can't a white man, well, a white general manager hire yes. a black head coach? Right. You can't tell me this is 2022. This ain't the 60s. You can't tell me that someone is that dumb, needs to win so bad, but they ultimately look at the color of a man's skin and they say, nah, Eric Bieniemy, a successful coordinator, has made, has helped groom Patrick Mahomes right. into one of the best quarterbacks in football. You can't tell me that man shouldn't be a head and, coach. And Tom, to, that's well, usually well said, the path, Tom. right? Yeah, right. And I was going to say, Chris, that's usually the blueprint for white guys who are offensive coordinators yep, in those situations. Teams. You go to those guys and pick that that's why they keep picking all these Bill Belichick guys, yep. right? Because and they were Buffalo winning this year. Right. You go to Buffalo now, they're a hot spot. You go, yep. who's a who's the off- OC? Who's the DC? I wanna yep. that team is good. And and, and and it's a shame. Tom, well, we'll thank, you thank you, boys. Thank Tom. you, Tom. We'll get into this with Randy Mueller, NFL executive of the year in the past, in the past, former executive. So he will join us next, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's funky, Rob. It's funky, but we, we got technical difficulties. Sorry, Randy. He's a former NFL executive of the year. This Fox is Sports it. Radio NFL analyst. Here it is. <laughs> Randy, who picked this for you? It's all me, baby. It's all me. What? What? <laughs> Randy, I'm impressed. That's why he's wow. down with the odd couple. Ra- yeah. Randy sounds like he throw a couple of singles out of his pocket every so often. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you got it. 
I got a little left in me. <laughs> nah, Randy, great All to have right. you on as always. And Thank you. we may get to Brady with you, but obviously yeah, we, a big story now is uh, Brian right. Flores' lawsuit. Um Alleging racism on the part of the NFL, specifically three teams, the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Broncos. I don't know if you had a chance to go through the, the lawsuit at this point, but certainly you've you probably heard, heard the highlights, read some right. things. What are your thoughts on uh, what Flores is saying and alleging? Well, there's a lot to unpack, that's for sure. I think there's obviously some Rooney rule violations. There's some violations that may have broken the law. There's things that have happened to all of us, frankly. There's some things in there that I'm not sure they belong. The Elway stuff I didn't really think was called for. Um, there's some things in there that challenge the in integrity of the game. So there's a lot to unpack, and I think you're going to have to categorize what you deal with first. I was disappointed in the league's response. That was the quickest investigation I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, you know, they just they covering their hide because yeah, you, yeah, they 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 just don't want it. They gotta you know deny it because any little inclination that maybe there's some truth to some of it, and they're gonna be paying millions. They don't want to do that. Right. Well, I'm sure there's some truth to a lot of it, and some of it has to be investigated thoroughly. And if if nothing else, maybe, and you hate to see it come to this. Obviously, the Rooney Rule has served its purpose. Maybe it's the impetus for a total reorganization of the whole plan and idea. I, I happen to be one when it comes to this stuff. It's all about relationships for me. I think people hire who they have relationships with. And I think we don't do enough to uh, move those relationships forward to all for all of us. But, Randy, here's the issue I have with that. And I hear, I hear you, okay? But – if if black people aren't in that circle, right? Yeah. And here's which and because here's, of history, we aren't. Right. We aren't in those circles. We're just so starting so, to so people say, well, the hire people you know, okay, but, right. but but that doesn't work for us because we're not in those circles. Here's the other problem, Randy, is you can't keep. We could go through a ton of guys and go. He wasn't a coordinator like that. Used to be the path to an NFL. They told black coaches, "Well, you got to be an OC. Oh, you got to be a DC. You know, those are the guys who get and, hired. And more no, an OC, not a DC. Right. Now, and then they started the getting those jobs, Randy. Right. And now they're hiring special teams coaches and special yeah. other and other high coaches. School coaches made right. High school never down. coached in the <laughs> NFL, and and I think I, that's the frustration. Does does that make sense? Yeah. It makes total sense, and maybe you misunderstood me. I'm not saying that we shouldn't. Uh, I think we have to produce the relationships. I'm saying if the three of us went to dinner and spent a lot of time together, obviously we'd feel comfortable with each other. That right. doesn't happen enough. And I think part of any plan has to, other than have the owners and minorities at a big fancy resort and a cocktail version of, of a, a dinner party, I don't think that does anything for us. I think you and I need to go play golf or we need to go, you know, uh, on a little fishing excursion somewhere. We need to spend quality time together. Give me six GMs and six assistant coaches and make as many minorities as you want. I guarantee you at the end of our two or three days, we're going to feel much better about making a, a marriage out of this instead of uh, having something that's arranged. So I agree with you. I'm saying it's all about relationships, but it's got to start at the basic level of we need to run in other circles, if that makes any sense. No, I well, got it. I, I was going to ask you, Randy, kind of what is your feeling? And obviously, this is a million dollar question that I don't expect you to have all the answers. 
but to, you know, getting more African-American coaches, head coaches in the NFL. Right now you got one out of 27. We'll see what these yep. other five jobs, you know, produce. But is that your answer? Like, you know, just developing relationships? Is it? And I, I don't think this is it either. But is it setting forth some type of objective criteria for being a head coach? You need to be a coordinator. You need to spend a certain amount of time in the NFL. I, that doesn't sound right, but yeah. it certainly wouldn't hurt because even you get guys that aren't good coaches no matter what. I, I'm just saying, like, what what is the answer in your opinion, or at least some of the answer? I, I would not want to take coordinators and make them the only ones that are possible to be in this program. I think that eliminates a lot of good coaches. Okay. I think we're seeing it around the league. Coaches, and I've had this discussion with good friends of mine in the league that are minorities, and I think it is a two or three or four-pronged outline that needs to be discussed at, at all levels. And again, but I think it has to start with us all, and maybe this is society, right? Maybe we need to get to know each other better, and that's what starts the conversation. But I do think it, it's, a, it's a three or four-pronged thing that has to be informal. I don't think it can be formal. I don't think we can go to a resort and spend a bunch of time with ownership and expect anything to come of it. In fact, I would keep them out of it. I would let the GMs mm. and the head coaches, and, and not the head coaches, but the assistant coaches, spend their quality time together. I think it's about creating quality time at the end of the day. You've got to have quality time to get to know people. Randy, let me, let me ask you this Brady question. We know he's, uh, to me, the most accomplished quarterback in NFL history. I have an issue with going GOAT status because there was cheating involved. And in, in, in Brady was suspended for cheating. The franchise was uh, suspended, I mean, was uh, fined heavily for, for, for fudging the rules or pushing the envelope. And they did it against the Bengals a few years ago and got in trouble. How much should cheating factor in when you tell the Tom Brady story and the, and the history of the Patriots winning? Well, I think it's there. I and mean, you're talking about a guy that spent three years in Miami and played him twice a year in the heat of all this. Yes. You know, and uh, so I, I lived it. I, I, I'm, I'm sure the league did their investigation, and there's a reason they had the tapes destroyed, right? Right, you know? right. We never right. saw them. Right. Never saw them. You never hear from them. They can't have that information out there. So I get it. But I don't know that that warrants him being labeled the, a certain way. I just think it's part of the story. And, and the league – has come down on him in both the deflate gate and the, the sign stealing thing. So spy I gate. think that part has, yes, yeah, spy gate. So, so the, the, the penalties have been served, but I don't think it, it can be, you know, just swept underneath the rug and, and forgot about. Right. It's got to be a part a, of the story. Yeah. Yeah, in about 45 seconds, what would you make of Tom Brady not thanking the Patriots. I mean, it was really all Chris and Buccaneers. I thought it was bad, classless. Yeah, and he, you know, he threw it out, at, at you know, after Robert Kraft made a statement, hey, tweet, you know, thanks, Patriot Nation, or whatever he said. But I, 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 didn't, I didn't like that. I thought he, he, he should be better than that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's done such a great job in his career of taking the high road. Why would you not take it for your exit? strategy right. you know i i think you're right i didn't like it i did, i just figured maybe there's something else coming but even if there is now it's going to be termed as an afterthought so it won't, right. it won't have the same and, you know repercussions and, and, he, and randy the other thing too even if you don't like yep. the front office you got to thank the fans of new england like yep. how could you yep. disrespect them right and, and yes. your teammates yeah yep. 
no, yeah, no he, doubt. he has so many so many things there that he needs to be appreciative of, and you know he is, but it just seemed kind of spiteful. I agree with you. All right, Randy, great stuff, Thanks, man. Bud. We appreciate you. Thanks a lot. All right, guys, take care. Yep. All right, Parker's Power Rankings are next. Tom Brady's five most memorable moments. Yes! You do not want to miss this. I don't even know what it is, but I'm sure all you Brady haters, you're going to love it. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. From the Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Do you need the power? Yeah. Well, here it comes. Power. Can you feel the power? It's Parker's Power Rankings. That's right. Get those tape recorders going. Do people still have tape recorders? Tape it on your phone. Do whatever you got to do. Typewriters ready. That's right. <laughs> whatever you need to do, because you want to keep this for years gone by. All right. It's the uh, Brady's top five highlights of his uh, career, his story career. You ready to go, Chris Broussard? I can only imagine yes. what this is. Number five. Number Mr. five. That's right. The tuck rule. Brady's Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame career gets uh, jump-started by a sack fumble that somehow got overturned. First down from the 42. Blitz. Lost the football. It's on the ground. His college teammate, Charles Woodson, on the blitz. Right there, he fumbled the ball. Wow. We all know know that Brady fumbled the ball. That started it all. If he would have fumbled that, he would have never won that first Super Bowl. His whole career would have been totally different. His whole career. (laughs) Number four. Number four. That's right. The Philly special. You only have six. That's when Brady gets beat in the Super Bowl by a journeyman backup quarterback. Here we go. Fourth and goal from the one. Foles moves down the line. It's a direct snap to Clement. And then he tosses it to Bergen and looks to throw. He flips it to Foles on the right side of the end zone for a touchdown. And the Eagles with a trick play. Oh, my. And a touchdown with 34 seconds left in the opening half. Yeah, there you go. The Philly special with some extra provolone cheese, Chris, on that. Philly style. <laughs> <laughs> Number right. three. Number three. Matt Gay uh, field goal, right? Fitting for the final play of Brady's career uh, is a field goal since that's how he won most of his playoff games with Adam Vinatieri. Let's go. Matt Gay with four seconds on the clock will attempt a 30-yard field goal from the left hash. Hits it with the right foot. Kick on its way. It is through. It is good. McGay brings it home. Los Angeles will host the NFC Championship game next Sunday at SoFi Stadium. So apropos that Matt Gay, the kicker, not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's a Seinfeld line. All right. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) Number two. Brady pick six against the Titans. Oh, my God. Brady's final throw as a Patriot is a touchdown for the other team. Here's number two. Brady in the end zone. Takes the snap. Looks. Fires. Pass. Batted up in the air. Intercepted. And returned for a touchdown. Titans. Logan Ryan with nine seconds to go. 
All right, Chris, here we go. You want Worst throw in 10 years by Tom Brady. That's your highlight right there. That was yours for it. <laughs> number right. one. Number one. This is the best one, the sweetest one of all. Eli to Plaxico. The perfect season comes crashing down and burning in front of Tom Brady's eyes. Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown, New York. <laughs> oh, my. Those are the five Tom Brady moments that register with yours truly, Rob Parker. Number five. Oh, I feel so good. For those that don't know, look, I've known Rob for 30 years. As soon as this show's over, <laughs> he's going to go into his bedroom, lay on, turn off the lights, <laughs> lay on the bed, put on some soft music, and listen to those highlights. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> over hey. and over and over again. And especially the one we gave you for your highlight. What is that, Alex? Worst throw in 10 years by Tom Brady. <laughs> that's right. Love that. That's going to be and, my, and, you know what? In honor of Brady retiring, that's going to be my ringtone. One more time. Uh, I believe Worst that. throw in 10 years by Tom Brady. So here's the question, Rob. Who is going to be your new whipping boy? He might play in Kansas City. Oh, well, I know you don't like wow. black quarterbacks. <laughs> you, are you named in the Brian Flores lawsuit? Racist. I mean, I, it's somewhere Racist. deep in there. Maybe what? page 47. And not Rob Parker, Dak Prescott, Racist. Patrick Mahomes. Who's the other one you don't like? Kyler Murray, is Racist. it? There's what? somebody else you ain't feeling. Who? Who's that? Uh, you know what's so RG3? funny? RG3, yeah. Look at what you did to RG3. My, you ruined his career. Oh, stop. <laughs> I, do it. I ruined it. <laughs> did I do that? And, and what's so funny is that somebody was ripping me saying I didn't like Brady because he was white. And then Sean from Sacramento, I saw it on Twitter, was like, dude, can, can we go over the players that Chris says that Rob is ripping right, all the black right. quarterbacks? So you can't use that for me. You know, no, you can't no, use no, that. No. No. And and I'm going to say this. And look, I, I like Tom Brady. I'm not like a huge Brady fan. You know, there's some guys you – like I was a Jordan fan. I was a Magic fan, you know. Um, I like Mahomes, you know. But Brady, I my thing with him, I like greatness. And like I said, to me, it, it, I didn't think much about Tom Brady until Randy Moss came along and they played so well together. And so I, I like this greatness, but, you know, that that's really where it begins. Keep it locked. Trash Talk Tuesday.